<clears throat> Data is the new oil. Webb also points out that Google's future is secured by its central and ever-growing role in data mining. Google will be harvesting brand new biological data through the upcoming warp speed surveillance system. And in September 2020, Google partnered with Pentagon with the Pentagon to develop predictive diagnostics for cancer using AI, which they intend to extend to other diseases as well as including COVID-19. There's a this big push to create an all-powerful artificial intelligence algorithm in order to enable a lot of the functionality that they want to impose in smart cities and other initiatives they've been putting forth. In order to do that, they need access to data. That's why we've heard over the past couple of years that data is the new oil. It feeds back into the race to develop, into this race to develop the greatest AI algorithm. This is very concerning when you look at the National Security Commission on AI objectives. They say the only way to maintain U.S. global military hegemony and also economic hegemony is to harvest more data than any of their adversary states from Americans in order to be able to develop a better AI algorithm before China can do the same. That's what these very powerful and influential organizations are saying. And if you actually look at their documents, they essentially say that there needs to be a total remaking of American way of life to facilitate that type of data extraction from a smaller population than the Chinese population. For example, more data needs to be harvested per American citizen. Okay. Hold on one minute. Okay. Great. All right. All right. Where are we? Sorry about that. Had that little pop-up right there. All right. Okay, here we are. For example, more data needs to be harvested per American citizen in order to facilitate that leapfrogging of China's artificial intelligence. So there's a lot of there's a lot to be concerned about, but I think a lot of people have declined to look at these commissions and institutions and what their thought process is. Where they're, and where they're going is nowhere good. It's essentially pointing to tyranny in a technocratic system that's not even governed by humans. It's governed by an algorithm created by man. So obviously it, it's a can of worms they're attempting to open and the people that are behind this, whether they're military and intelligence agencies, when they work in complete secrecy, like they are in warp speed, they're historically up to no good. Historically, they are ruthless. They ruthlessly pursue their own ambitions at the expense of the American interests. It's definitely worth considering of all these things. Bioterror predictions. Based on her research, Webb su suspects there will be another phase to the COVID-19 pandemic, some sort of bioterror event, likely before April 2021. 
I don't have a lot of reasons to be optimistic about the plans there. If you look at the people that predicted the coronavirus crisis before it happened, there are only there are also immediately positioned to benefit from the crisis as it emerged. Bill Gates, for example, in April said that the coronavirus crisis is a pandemic one, and it will be followed by pandemic two, which would be a bioterror event. And the way to respond to this bio to this pandemic would be to do the same types of preparations you would do for bioterrorism. That's straight from Bill Gates. Gates also frequently talked about their need to merge international security. If, for example, U.S. foreign policy with health security, as he calls it, and essentially merge the war on terror with a war on bioterror. She points out that event 201 held by Gates, the World Economic Forum and John Hopkins in October 2019 featured a novel coronavirus. Was it really a coincidence that a novel coronavirus outbreak occurred 10 weeks later? Dark winter, the signal of an anthrax-related event. An earlier tabletop pandemic exercise was done in June 2001. The simulation called Dark Winter predicted major aspects of the subsequent 2001 anthrax attacks. During the last presidential debate, the Democratic nominee Joe Biden stated the U.S. is headed for a dark winter, an unusual phrase that raised questions among some commentators. Before that, the former head of biomedical advanced research and development Authority, BARDA, testified in front of Congress saying that this winter was going to be the darkest winter in modern U.S. history. Somehow many plans actually seem to be signaled beforehand. If you're keen enough to pick up the cues, interestingly, with regard to the dark winter, reference and its anthrax connection. The John Hopkins Center for Health Security has a sister organization at UPMC, University of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Medical Center, called the UPMC Center for Biosecurity in Pennsylvania. They currently, under the guise of coronavirus vaccine research, attempting to fuse anthrax with the coronavirus spike protein. They are also attempting to do the same for measles. Those are essentially gain-of-function studies. The person that runs their Center for Vaccine Research at UPMC is a major proponent of these gain-of-function studies. And when there was a gain-of-function moratorium, he was its most vocal opponent and was given all these talks to government officials about how it needed to be lifted. What's very odd about what's going on at the UPMC is that in the beginning of the year, there was they were set to produce what could have easily been the first coronavirus vaccine, a COVID-19 vaccine candidate, but it is used traditionally, traditional and tested vaccination methods that are already on the market. Oddly enough, after that had made some headlines, UPMC received a lot of money from CPI, CEPI, the Coalition of Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, which of course is backed by Gates. And was and as soon as that money was received, that vaccine candidate was quietly dropped. And in its place were the, these experiments to merge measles with the coronavirus spike protein and then merge anthrax with that same spike protein, dark winter may not mean much to the mainstream American public but it certainly means something to the National Security Committee. 
when they hear that term being thrown around on TV, and then you have Bill Gates saying that after the coronavirus pandemic, there's going to be a bioterror attack. You also have the Council of Europe, <clears throat> a very influential and elitist think tank in Europe saying that the coronavirus will be followed by bioterror. High-ranking former CIA officials are also saying it. A lot of people involved in dark winter in the biodefense industrial complex, which was created after the 2001 anthrax attacks, are all saying the same thing. We really need to start listening to these people. Of course, they in advance have a narrative they create, not unlike the dark winter of 2001 exercise itself, which initially claimed that the anthrax attacks were committed by Iraq working with Al-Qaeda. And then, lo and behold, it's traced to the U.S. military at Fort Detrick. So obviously it did not come from Iraq or from Al-Qaeda. What you have now, what you have now are attempts to see the, the similar narrative about who will be blamed for events upcoming in the future. They set it up on purpose, I would argue, so that when the event takes place, people are more receptive to those predetermined narratives about this particular crisis and don't immediately start questioning what could have happened. They essentially want these events to take place. They want to ramp up fear, and then they want to conveniently take tack blame to something very quickly before an actual thorough investigation can take place. That's what we saw in the aftermath of September 11th and also in the aftermath of 2001 anthrax attacks. As we all know by now, <clears throat> that 9-11 was an inside job, okay? Yeah, I said it. People are going to think of me a conspiracy theorist, but as we know, uh, conspiracy theories are now conspiracy facts. And um, we know that we live in an evil world. All right. And if you do your history, you will understand that the government usually creates these crisis, uh, these types of crisis to be able to go to war, abstract resources and enforce more strict rules on free speech and freedom of rights in this country. Now, it says here, be ready, but be ready, but not fearful. So that's basically it. If you listen to the interview in its entirely, you'll have a good idea of why I'm impressed with Webb's investigation skills. It is important to be educated about what's really happening so that you don't have don't capitulate to the fear that they're seeking to imbue in us. It's a fearful public that allows the technocratic elite to dictate the future and rip away our personal freedoms. It's fear that allows tyranny to flourish. Remember, there are more of us than there are of them, but none of us. But I'm sorry, but enough of us must be willing to stand up and say, no, we won't accept this plan. Unfortunately, um, you know, a lot of people have this idea who are not saved that, you know, we could stand up to them and we could do we could we could. Uh, we could take back our take back this country. This country belongs to Satan. This country always belonged to Satan. It is ruled by devil worshipers and Freemasons. Okay, devil worshippers are, you know, Freemasons are devil worshippers. And um, this has been a plan in the making, okay, before we were even born. All right. They made us, they made the public bow down to the, to the jab, okay, a vast majority, not just in America, but around the world. So people are going to do it again. All right. 
and people are going to bow to the mark of the beast because they're going to have an antichrist ruler that everybody will love and they will bow to him. Okay. And they're going to take that mark out of fear. So people are going to have to uh, come to the Lord, repent, be born again and follow Jesus, even if it means their own death. Okay. That is just how it's going to be. All right. Keep that in mind. You have to keep that in mind because uh, the world is not your home and people are, you know, people are revealing themselves who they are. People are getting more evil, more wicked, more lovers of themselves and lovers of God. Even among people who claim to be Christian, people are going to have to pick a side. And God is really allowing this evil to happen to push people, to push Christians. Are Who are you really for? Are you for me? Or are you for the devil? Are you for this ways of this world? And it's not easy. Okay. And everybody says, oh, I'm not going to deny Jesus. But you see how fast people will turn to turn into a Judas when it comes to the fact that, okay, in order to keep your job, you're going to have to take this mark. In order to keep this job, you're going to have to take this jab. And it's happened already. And people have taken the jab. They've bowed their knee and they have suffered the consequences afterwards. Okay. And they took not just one jab, they took the third jab and then they took the, the, the booster. All right. This, this is not, um, it's not a game. All right. And it's going to be hard for us to just not play church and actually um, be real with Jesus and be real to do what he says, because it's going to be hard. It's going to pull out our heartstrings. It really is. It's going to pull out our heartstrings to get to be willing to stand up against this, this, uh, this jab, and be like, you know what? I'm okay with losing my job. I'm okay with losing my pay. I will find a way to survive. I am. I will trust in God. Unfortunately, many people are not going to do that. They're just not. To find more of Webb's work, be sure to check her out, website unlimitedhangout.com, all right? And you see the unlimitedhangout.com, walkin.com, all right? The warp Speed reporting can also be found on thelastamericanvagabond.com, all right? Dana Ash reveals Trump's hypocrisy. Before the election... Trump and has said Hillary Clinton should go to jail. After the election, he said that we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to the, our country. This is blatant hypocrisy. I'm telling you, Democrat and Republican are on the same team. They act like enemies in public, but behind closed doors, they are best of friends. You ever ask yourself a question? How is it that Trump, before becoming president, you know, he was friends with all these entertainers. He was especially friends with black people. Then all of a sudden he becomes president. Every entertainer hates Trump. Every, every, um, you know, looking at, you know, you, you see that even comedy shows. All right. They would just, I don't watch it. Um, they would say, uh, you know, make jokes about Trump. It's like on cue on demand. Every, every entertainer hates Trump. That shows you it's scripted. It's fake. This Democrat Republican stuff. It's fake. 
you dare have an independent thought, you're you're lambasted for it. There are, it's two fangs within the mouth of the same snake. But he had two heads of the, attached to the same snake. That's what it's. That's what it is. Okay. Furthermore, an elections can have been rigged according to the computer programmer who testified before Congress. Eugene Curtis states in 2000, the company he works for has a development program to change the vote count to the election computer. Dana Ashley has said Dana is a devoted Christian. So she tosses her interpretation of revelations, <clears throat> tosses in her interpretation of, of revelations. I'm not a Christian. I don't agree with her predictions. However, I find her research to be sound, so I have included her in the video. All right. The reality is, okay, I'll say this, that uh, <clears throat> the reality is, is this, okay? Um, our world has fallen. It always has been. Okay. And um, this is this is what we're dealing with. All right. Our votes don't count. Okay, that's another thing too. Our votes don't count. All right. They select who will be the leader of the pre of um the free world, the leader of the United States. Okay. That's what's chosen. However, I find her research to be sound and I've included her video. Never near the end of her video, she has a story about how 5G in a school school adversely affected a student on how and who now can hardly walk or talk now. 5G technology can transmit many different frequencies and can produce COVID-19 symptoms causing other, all right, I'm sorry, others can cause neurological damage and another can cause death. The Trump administration fast-tracked the deployment of 5G five, uh, 5G months ago. She also revealed that the slogan, Make America Great Again, or MAGA, is, is the name used for a person that is at the highest level of satanic hierarchy. This slogan was also used by Clinton and Reagan. Wow. It seems like everything is like uh, being rehashed all over again. Okay. And this is a book to show about Trump. Um, Mary L. Trump, too much and never enough. How my family created the world's most dangerous man. Okay. In this relatively authoritative portrait, Donald J. Trump and the toxic family that made him, Mary L. Trump, a trained clinical psychologist and Trump's only niece shines a bright light on the dark history of their family in order to explain how her uncle became a man who now threatens the world's health, economic security, and social fabric. Mary Trump spent much of her childhood in her grandparents' large, imposing house in the heart of Queens, New York, where 
Donald and his four siblings grew up. She describes a nightmare of traumas, destructive relationships, and a tragic combination of neglect and abuse. She explains how how specific events and general family parents created the damaged man who currently occupies the Oval Office, including the strange and harmful relationship between Fred Trump and his two oldest sons, Fred Jr. and Donald. Other books critical of Trump, The Cult of Trump, a leading expert explains how the president used mind control. October 15, 2019 by Stephen Hassan, The Cult of Trump is an accessible and in-depth analysis of the president showing that under the right circumstances, even sane, rational, well-adjusted people can be persuaded to believe the most dangerous, the outrageous, most outrageous of ideas. People will laugh at that, but didn't, you know, look at Hitler. Hitler was, you know, making a speech and millions were swayed by him. Even Henry Ford, the creator of Ford Motors, Ford Motors, all right? And he was a supporter of Adolf Hitler. Okay, an American, making American cars. Okay. But um that's all I'm going to say for now. All right. I'll leave the link in the description box and I am done. Okay. So I got to say about this for now. Later. Uh peace and God bless. Like, share, comment. I right, I can't say that. <laughs> this is not going on YouTube. But um Peace and God bless people and trust Jesus, not politicians, not Bill Clinton, not Barack Obama, not Joe Biden, not Donald Trump. Trust Jesus Christ. OK, socialism is not going to help you. Capitalism is not going to help you. Jesus Christ is going to help you to get through these hard times, whether you die within these hard times or you get through them. Jesus is the only way to heaven. OK, he's one that supplies our needs. It's not a comfortable life. Never said it would be a comfortable life. It's a struggle between flesh and spirit, battle of the mind, who we're going to obey. Okay. And you can look this up about MAGA. All right. MAGA is the title of the, is the, title of the highest uh, title in the satanic order. And always question yourself, why is it when Trump is always giving these speeches, always giving, you know, doing those corner signs? Okay. Corner is the devil's hand sign, all right? You could do your research for yourself. He who has ears, let him hear, because many Christians are not going to listen. You have people who are not going to listen. They just laugh it off, okay? Because they're fully brainwashed into this uh, Democrat-Republican paradigm, okay? People, What people should really be questioning is why is it that all this time that America has been established, why is it only two political parties? That should have your brain cells moving. Why of all this time since this country's creation, why is it only two political parties? Why not three? Why not four? That should be taking center stage for presidency. I mean, it's not like they want everybody to be divided and forced to choose two political parties that both could be evil. And then people will have like, well, you're choosing lesser of the two evils. No, you're still choosing evil, my friend. This is why we have to choose Jesus Christ. Lord, Savior, 
and the leader. It's not easy. It's rough. It's hard. It's difficult. But he said he would help us if we choose to have that help. And he gives us a choice. He was holy. Let him be holy still. He was filthy. Let him be filthy still. It's up to us what we want to do. Unfortunately for many, we're going to choose the wrong way. Unfortunately. I would like hope. I would like hope. But the reality is that many people are not going to make it to the promised land. How many people made it on that ark to avoid the flood? Eight. Did every did all the Israelites make it to the promised land? No, not even Moses made it. This is Joshua and Caleb and all the Israelites under 20 made it to the promised land. That's how rough and narrow this walk is. And it will cost you friends, family, a job, a career. People will be hating one another, despising one another, stabbing people in the back, whether literally or figur figuratively, just to have a little piece of this world, a little piece of peace of this life, a little bit of riches, a little bit of comfort, a little bit of, you know, people will sell the, the, their, their each other out for toilet paper. I'm telling you, that's how bad it's going to get for food. Even traffic, it's these times are coming and it's and people are going to be looking to somebody to lead them like Trump or anybody. And he's not your savior. He is not your savior. He is going he is just propped up there to be this false light. Biden is bad. Trump is good. Good cop, bad, good cop, bad cop. That's what it's like. That's what they do with these Republican parties, Republican and Democrat. They set the, the, themselves up. Democrats produce the boogeyman. Republicans produce, claim to produce a solution. And in the end, both of them have one goal, to have you enslaved. Both sides work for Satan. This country was never a Christian nation, never. Is a name only. This Christian nationalism that is false. The Bible says the world is not your home. So Christian nationalism does not compute, does not make sense. Don't get me wrong. We will, you know, the world will be ruled by Jesus one day. But there will be no Democrat and Republican. There will be no democracy. It will be a straight monarchy. Peace and God bless.